1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. This is Robin Boyd with you today for Sandra Beck, as she is still away. Um, we're so excited to have uh, with us today our guest, Blythe Littman, and she is a host here on the Toganet Network um, for baby and toddler instructions that you can hear every Wednesday. And we're going to chat with Blythe during the show all about um, not only getting through some infant um, challenges and some toddler challenges, but maybe you're also having some school challenges or preschool challenges or daycare challenges. So we're going to talk a little bit about, um, about those kinds of things with Blythe. I love it when we have Blythe on the show. Before we say hi to her, I just wanted to uh, share a couple of things that I happened to see come across our um, Facebook page. One was uh, something that was kind of interesting that the National Military Family Association has teamed up with Coca-Cola Foundation to offer three cash prizes for showing us how they lead healthy lives uh, for families to share this. The first prize is a $200 Visa card, which is pretty cool. And the second prize is a $100 Visa uh, card. There is uh, some third place prizes, and all you need to do is post a picture with um, your family to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and it's hashtag Fit mill fams um, and this needs to be done by sunday and they want you to show them how you're a fit military family winners will be selected and notified by next week so go to their um, facebook page which is national military family Asso- excuse me association their website is www.militaryfamily.com dot org and i would say yay to coca-cola for supporting uh the military families and military spouses we appreciate all the support and uh this sounds like just a fun challenge it's just pretty cool to upload something from your instagram or or uh on your facebook and just share it and who knows you might win a prize there's also something that I happened to notice. I wanted to say congratulations to the U.S. Navy Parachute Team, which was established in 1974, and they're celebrating an anniversary, 40 years um, and there's a cool, I, this also I got from their website, or their, I, sh- I should say, their Facebook page, um, Frogmen Falling Through the Sky, and it is the Navy Parachute Team celebrating 40 years. It's a cool little video. I thought you might want to take a take a look at it. If you go to www.navy.mil, I'm sure you can be directed to it or you can find them on their Facebook page as well. I'm sure many of you are already hooked up to it. Really, really cool video. And of course, my husband uh, was a paratrooper, so I, uh, I happened to see that and thought that that was pretty cool the this has nothing to do with military families other than um there is a new show starting up on the history channel called Harry Houdini or i guess the title of the show is Houdini it premieres labor day uh at 9 p.m. Ce- uh 8 p.m. central and uh it just looks like a real cool show i think it shows the nitty gritty side of um Harry Houdini and I'm kind of interested in taking a look at it so um, I didn't know if you had seen it come your way if you've been a bit had a busy summer like I have you haven't watched too much television but now that uh, the summer's coming to a close now we're kind of taking a look at what's on TV so Harry Houdini's uh, new show it says making a, a legend making the impossible look easy <laughs> And I know someone who's like a kid, Houdini. She makes the impossible look easy. Blythe Littman is with us today. Blythe, if anybody is going to take an impossible child <laughs> <laughs> and make life with an impossible child look easy, it's you. Hello, Blythe.
2: Welcome. Hi, Robin. Thank you. Boy, you got a plethora of information today. What great
1: things. I always like, well, you do the same thing. You ha- At the beginning of Blythe's show, if you haven't tuned in, She has a list of all of her, all recalls that have to do with um, children's apparatus. And I think that that's such a helpful segment. Blythe. Uh not everybody gets the, the, the word until after they've gone out and bought something or Aunt Martha has gone in and purchased something and then you get it home and you realize, oh dear, I can't use this. This is a recycled thing that somebody else has already used and it's probably not right. So um good that's wonder that's a wonderful segment that you do.
2: Thank you. I love doing that and I love doing the current events like you do. Last mi- last week I talked about the new words that they're putting in the dictionary, oh, which is pretty funny. There's 150
1: new words that they're putting into the dictionary, some isn't, i never heard of. Isn't that amazing that there would be that many? I mean, really, our, our lingo, our, our uh, culture has changed our language. And do we, you know, do we want to introduce
2: our children to some of these words? Like there was a word called a youper, that are people from the upper peninsula of Michigan Where the worst one was freegan, F-R-E-E-G-A-N. It's reclaiming and eating food that's already been discarded, like dumpster diving. Ouch.
1: I guess I don't even know where to go with that one. Wow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not words we want to teach our young children. Let's teach them the please and thank yous and
1: manners like we should. Or, or let's teach them how to start a garden so that they don't have to dumpster dive um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> our youth group at our church does a youth uh garden every year and I, I a couple of our schools around here do the same thing i think that it's wonderful for kids to have a um an understanding of somewhat of uh, i don't know um self-sustaining manner I guess you could say I I think that's
2: great you know Robin I think it's wonderful and I'll tell you I will add a little something to this even if you send your child to a preschool and they don't happen to do a garden or butterflies or any of that it's so easy if you just go I know our grocery stores and Trader Joe's here in Arizona have basil plants that are so easy to grow and if you teach your child how to water it and the plants already planted, you can repot it and let them taste it and then you can teach them about cooking too. It's not, you don't have to have a big plot of land. That's To true. teach about being self-sustaining when it
1: comes to our food. Even if it's a, a, a tomato plant on a porch, have you, I don't know, I haven't seen a commercial for them lately, but there was this upside, they called it a topsy-turvy, and it was this thing you hung upside down off of a porch or something, or or uh, your roof line, and the plant actually hung upside down, and it grew upside down, and I tried it, and it worked. Did it work? <laughs> yes. I didn't
2: see it eat this year either. I thought maybe it bombed.
1: It might have bombed, but I didn't put one out this year, but I have used it. You can't put the great big beef eater tomatoes in it, but you can put squash, you can put beans, anything that the fruit is not necessarily um, really heavy. It works, and... um, I thought it was the coolest thing, especially if someone lives in the city. You could definitely still have a little crop and it 's not going to yield you know it 's probably not going to feed a family of eight all week, all summer long but you know just for uh, for little ones to have an appreciation of growing some of their own food that 's just one more instance that you really don 't need a huge area or if you are in the city, there are ways around it and uh, I, I think it 's really beneficial for kids to at least have some, whether they go and see a chicken farm and understand where eggs come from or be able to make, you could take um, milk and and make cheese out of it through cheesecloth. There's a lot of ways to to have kids have an understanding of where things come from other than the grocery store.
2: It's so important. It's, Mm. It's so important because you know what they don't, they think it comes in the carton. It's so funny
1: and it doesn't take long to explain No, no. Then you don't have the fussy eaters, I don't think. You know, I I think... To a certain degree, if a child has some uh, investment in what they're eating, they have a different appreciation and they, they tend to be a little more willing to try. You're always going to have a kid that's going to say, you know, I really don't like tomatoes, but it was fun to to do them, <laughs> to, to grow them. But um, maybe then we start learning how to make sauce and how to make uh, pickles or how to make something else, I guess.
2: Pizza. What child go. doesn't like pizza?
1: <laughs> Little cheese. You have
2: the milk and the cheese, and
1: see, that's it. You make you make something out of. They may not like it one way, but we've got to got to have them try other things. And I think that's really. My son was one who was willing to try anything. He came back from a summer vacation <laughs> with some friends, and we went out to eat. Not long after, he says, "Mom, I think I'll have calamari," and I want to say he was like six years old. <laughs> He had had calamari with the with his friends, and he liked it. <laughs> Who knows? That's
2: where we get our great chefs. Did you happen to see that new movie with Helen Mirren, The Hundred Yard Journey?
1: I haven't seen it. No. It's
2: Wonderful, and it's about a chef, and it's about the flavors and the spices and the. I mean, you never know.
1: That's right. I actually just watched Julie. Julie Julia, I think, is the name of it. Oh, it's, I love that. It was out not too long, I, I don't know how many years ago, but it was on TV yesterday and I was riveted to it. Even though I knew the whole story, I, um, it was one of those those great movies that I just really loved and what a wonderful um, person Julia Child was anyway. Blythe, we've got a break coming up. We're going to talk about getting kids through some difficult times, Some maybe some difficult tantrums or difficult toddlers we've all gone through them we've all had them and how we deal with them is is the key to not having them happen more (laughs) we're with wonderful Blythe Lippman she's right here on Toganet as well every Wednesday I do hope you tune in but right now she's she's with us we're so fortunate to have her right here on Military Mom Talk Radio don't go away we'll be right back with Blythe
3: presents the diva download with tracy and tasha if you think diva is all about attitude and drama think again the Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education and Encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment. Join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
4: Time and change are accelerating, making it increasingly difficult to gracefully go with the flow. Women Change the World presents conversations with featured guests about changes in their lives and how that change has created new and positive opportunities. Women Change the World with your host, Dr. Beth Golden, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central here on toginet.com. We all know that change can knock you off course, and Dr. Beth's show and practices focus on revealing everything that's right with you. This information will help you make choices that align your true nature and set you along your path of least resistance. As Dr. Beth says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. For more on Dr. Beth and her show, go to drbethgolden.com. That's drbethgolden.com. Women change the world with your host, Dr. Beth Golden, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central, here on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Hey,
0: Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of a liberty started Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd.
1: Welcome back, everyone. It's Robin Boyd here with you today. Um, We wish Sandra Beck a great afternoon. She is uh, busy out there with uh, the kids and doing some other things with Military Mom Talk Radio. So we look forward to chatting with her real soon. And don't forget, we have our 200th show coming up. We're so excited. We have some look. Yay. We have some look backs and some remembrances and maybe some things we wish we couldn't could forget but <laughs> And uh, one who has already gone through and experienced her 200th is Blythe Littman. Her show, Baby and Toddler Instructions, has surpassed their 200th. How does it feel? Do you feel really accomplished, Blythe, having surpassed that many shows in the community? You know what? I, I am just grateful every Wednesday.
2: I love doing my show and meeting all these great people and all the wonderful hosts. So it feels like a great accomplishment every week. Mm. and you yours have, next week are you next week not,
1: 200? no we're going to celebrate um, I think it's the second Monday in September we're we're going to have our little um, our little show so we're kind of looking forward to it it is um, you have some fascinating people on your show you've had pediatricians you've had health people um, have you have you had a lot of feedback from some of your listeners on some of the shows that you've had
2: you know the feedback I get is the same people love listening to all the different guests because Mm -hmm. you know one size doesn't fit all and one guest may help one parent and some of them are really funny and excuse me I think the whole thing is just lots of fun and I get great positive feedback because I've had over 46,000 people listen to the podcast lately.
1: Yay! Congratulations! That is phenomenal. I think one of the things that is wonderful about this medium is that. We are not necess- just live. I mean, it used to be you'd tune into uh, 2020 or you'd turn into whatever on TV or a radio show like on uh, PBS or your uh, PBS radio shows. Um, And that would be it. It would be done. It would be gone. uh, And if you didn't catch it, it would be too bad. And this way, we have the opportunity to have these all up on iTunes or on our show pages. And people can listen to these or say, oh, I love that segment about blah, 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 and go off and share it. I think it's great. I think you're so right because so many times
2: I can remember in the past saying, what was that phone number? Darn, I missed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, or you're dri- driving and driving. you can't write it down. and
2: <laughs> So that's
1: so. the plus
2: too, Robin, because you know what? People can drive and they can exercise or they can take their kids for a walk and pull up our shows on that's all it. the devices.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we do have a great lineup on Toganet, so a little plug to have everybody check out all of the shows on Toganet. Blythe, we have anybody who's been a mom or maybe even a caretaker, you might not have been a mom, but if you've cared for children, you've had those days where the kid, and I think everybody who hasn't gone back to school yet is probably having those days right now where the little one is just miserable, cranky, throwing things biting all of those kinds of things and we need to we're tired it how do how does a tired mother who is exasperated and just trying to get through the day deal with all those difficult behavioral things
2: you know there's not one answer if you're in the grocery store and your little one throws a temper tantrum don't point to them and go whose kid is that <laughs> and walk, and walk away, away. <laughs> Well, you could, but they'll come running after you. (laughs) You know, maybe we're lucky in Arizona because our schools have started, but the toddlers, they get really cranky Mm -hmm. and they're bored. And I have a chapter in Help My Baby, my toddler and my baby came without instruction Mm -hmm. with Call Mommy on board with all kinds of activities. And like we were talking about cooking in the first segment, you know, it doesn't take much to do something with your toddler. But I have to say, you have to, a couple tips. First of all, make sure if your toddler is throwing a tantrum the same time every day, and sometimes teachers will find this in preschools. Mm. Make sure it's not a time when they're hungry and they need a snack, or maybe they didn't get enough sleep, or maybe the toddlers are, are um, having those molars come in. They really hurt. Mm-hmm. Or, and a lot of times if you have a toddler that doesn't use their words and they're not very verbal, they get frustrated.
1: I remember that stage and it was interesting because that was so with my second child because she was nonverbal for about two years (laughs) and it was our first child who would interpret and he he would come up to us and say Emily wants water or Emily wants Cheerios it it would be kind of funny but it wasn't giving Emily the chance to speak up and become verbal so that if she wasn't with her brother um, yeah she would get pretty frustrated. Well, you know, you have to
2: have a lot of things in your arsenal ahead of time. My motto is be prepared, and I'm sure that's mm-hmm. great in military too be prepared. Yeah. And yeah. even with your little ones, have some activities that they don't do all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're home and you're going to be home and you have a board toddler, you know, it's August and the weather's still warm, put your toddler in his or her bathing suit, give them a spray bottle and just a paintbrush. And a, and a little cup of water. Don't use a bucket because, unfortunately, there's been accidents where kids have fallen headfirst into buckets oh, of water. Yeah, yeah. Give them a, either a small plastic Tupperware or a cup, put water in it, let them go outside and paint the sidewalk, paint the house. I mean, it doesn't, talking about a little water, and they get wet and they're out there in, in summer, that's a lot of fun. Also, if you're in an area where you don't want to do that outside, toddlers love to help. Give yeah. them a spray bottle with just a little water and give them a rag or give them some paper towels. They love to clean and help.
1: Yes, they do. And you know. You might have to go over it again, but you know what? The, that's not the point. The point is them being busy and them being helpful, and you're right. They just And they're mimicking mom or dad. They're mimicking, and how better way, I mean, think about that's how they learn, is, is mimicking.
2: Exactly, and if also if they're tired. I mean, if you're home and they're really cranky and tired, but they don't nap, Mm-hmm. it's okay to give them a couple books. it's not a timeout. It mm-hmm. be, it's a timeout for you. But mm, yeah. give, save, you know what? Save a couple books that they don't always see and let them look at it. Or a special toy. You should always be rotating your toys every month because old is new to the toddler. Bring it, Bringing out something that they played with a month ago, You know they don't exactly know it's been a month until they get older and they can tell the time. Yeah. And bringing out an older toy... Let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about preschool, if I could, for a minute. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, lots of toddlers will bite, and they bite for a number of reasons. They're getting molars, they're hungry, they're tired, they're stressed, they're curious, they're frustrated. They just want attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've had teachers come to me and say, I don't know what to do. Because, first of all, in preschool, if your toddler bites another toddler, at least the law here is you cannot tell the parent who the other kid was. You don't want to cause any fights. Yeah. And most of the time they don't break the skin. But you sure. know what? If they do, the teacher should know to put ice in. You usually have to write an out report. But if you have a child in preschool and the teacher comes to you and says, I don't know what to do, a couple of things you need to ask her. First of all, see if some new things have happened in your toddler's life. Did you just move? Did you mm-hmm. just transition them to a to a big boy or girl cri- uh, bed from a crib? Mm. Um. You know, has it been hours? Do, is, do they bite when they need a snack? Yeah. And if they need a snack, you know, you want to feed them or give them something they can bite on, a little, maybe a little piece of apple or a piece of pear But make sure that they're safe foods. We just talked about choking on my show a couple weeks ago. You know, you Mm -hmm. have to know what the safe foods are too.
0: and Make sure they're
2: small enough. Or even maybe they need to just release some energy and you can have a beanbag toss. Or it's time to go outside. You can let them play with a a rubber ball. Mm. But
1: not every child bites. Yeah, I was going to say maybe it's another child who is biting that they're learning the bad behavior from somebody else and that's that's kind of a difficult thing to face too.
2: It's tough but you know also as a parent don't overreact because yeah. if you overreact then it's all over with because the, your toddler will see you're upset and they don't know if they're bad. Also if you have a habitual biter make a sticker chart. I love sticker charts for so many things. Make a mm-hmm. sticker chart and every day they don't bite Let them pick a sticker. Let them color on the sticker chart and then reward them with something not gigantic. Do not go buy a $25 toy at Babies or Us or Toys or Us. Mm -hmm. You know, something small, but make it a positive reinforcement after you figure out why they're biting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is difficult because sometimes isolating a reason, it, it's, there are so many underlying things that we as adults are trying to be so logical and it could be something very <laughs> simple like <Nothing. laughs> maybe they just really don't like having to sit in a chair or, you know, it's, it, and you're right, that's that frustration that they just can't verbalize what they're what they're upset about.
2: Don't um, talk to them. You know, don't try to have a whole conversation
1: about why biting's bad because they're going to yeah. hear three
2: words. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we've got another break coming up, Blythe. Uh, on the other side, I want to talk a little bit more about preschool and maybe even just daycare. There's um, so many times when um, moms are going to have to get their kids back into preschool or they're going to need to go back to work themselves and find child care. Uh, that's always so difficult. I sure do remember when I had to uh, I was home with my kids when they were very little and then had to find childcare, and it was heart wrenching for me because I needed to find the right solution and it was not easy and um, you certainly don't want to look at cost as your only method of choice but then again you do have to go with what your budget can afford. So we're going to talk with Blythe a little bit about that right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Do tune in into Blythe's baby and toddler instructions every wednesday at 11 a.m eastern and we will be back with her right here in just a moment
0: are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these.
4: Information about book publishing is power. you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
3: Familia. Faith. Identity. Tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for masks. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the Woohoo Radio Network. I like it like that, yeah baby, I like,
4: it like that. I like it like that, I like it like that, she and me take care of, I like it like that, there ain't no doubt.
1: Welcome back everyone. It's Robin Boyd with you. Today, while Sandra Beck is away, and we have Blythe Litman with us today. She is the host of Baby and Toddler Instructions, but I also want to give your website, Blythe, um it's babyinstructions.com and people can find all kinds of things there, including you if they need a consult. Is that correct? That's
2: true. I can do a coaching appointment on the phone via Skype or if you live in Arizona and not too far, I'll come to your house. But also, I have my other great website called Mm mybestparentingadvice.com. So you should take a look at that because it's lots of fun. And baby Jake, who helps me run the site, just (laughs) did a post.
1: <laughs> I think that's just such a wonderful concept, and and between Lucy and Desi doing your promotional things, and uh, you, this is one of the things that's so delightful about you, Blythe, is that you find the most fun in just about everything including difficult children you oh, find you. a gentle and positive way of of handling these challenges and I'm sure every mom who has read your books and I have one right here on my shelf um, thank you very much it, and I don't have little ones anymore but I think it's just a wonderful resource for any parent because you've segmented your books and we should make sure that we repeat the titles it's helpful my baby came without instructions or help my toddler came without instructions. I I love the fact that this is a digest of information. It's not a cover to cover read, sit down read. It is when you need help, you open the book and there's the answer.
2: Thank you for that plug. And that's what I tried to do because you know what? New moms and toddler moms don't have time to read books. And I wanted to make
1: it quick and easy. Mm. Now, was that... Was that your original inception to do sort of like this digest of information? Or were you given an awful lot of people saying, I wish I had blah, blah, blah? You know, I... I had a lot of people, and they always
2: seemed to ask the same question. My baby won't Mm -hmm. stop crying, won't go to sleep, won't stop biting. was always the same thing. And the book, the first book was born because I had a a five-and-a-half-month-old come into an infant room I was running. And mom said, you have to help me. I can't get her in her crib. She sleeps in her car seat for five-and-a-half months. (laughs) And, And I went home that night, and honest to goodness, that's when I started writing my book. I said, there has to be something easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there are
2: great books out there. There's lots of wonderful parenting
1: books. There are, but I don't think many of them are formatted quite like you, and that's what makes you unique and wonderful.
2: Thank you. And you know, we like lists. I mean, women thrive on lists. So you're I thought- right. We're doing lists here.
1: (laughs) You're right. And what an interesting perspective that is when you stop and think about it because a lot of the books that are written by men and I mean, uh, what was his name, Dr. – I loved him – Oh, and his name just totally escaped me. I can see him, his picture. He used to have a TV show back in the 80s. I mean, I loved the man. But yes, it's a sit down read from, you know, you got to kind of read the whole chapter to extrapolate the four or five details that are in it. And and don't get me wrong, I do love him. Um, But uh, your book is not formatted that way. It's very easy to find a concise answer. And not just an answer, but options for you to try with your child because every child is
2: different they are different and not everything works i mean i know
1: i've tried every book
2: every tip in both of my books and they all work for some child
1: yeah yeah (coughs) isn't it true at the beginning of the last segment we were talking a little bit we alluded a little bit to things that happen in preschool how um how do you suggest parents investigate uh, either a school or a childcare that they're thinking of putting a little one? I mean, obviously, when they're getting into like kindergarten, you go with what the state or the town offers you. But when you're looking at preschool where you have some options, what it, what's your advice?
2: You know, I have two chapters in my toddler book, one in my baby book. Starting preschool for the very first time chapter is how you how you gear up and get your child ready. But I also have a chapter in the book, which is so important. That's the preschool checklist. And it's everything from when you first walk in. Does the director speak directly to you? Do they take you for your appointment on time? Um, What do the teachers look like? What are they dressed like? What is, this is a big one. What does the school Uh smell like? Uh Um, What does it look like on the outside? Does the door need painting? Is everything chipped? And then Uh when you go in the rooms, you know, you ask the teacher specific questions. Do you. Do you clean the toys with a bleach solution every day? Um, do you have your medicine in a locked a lock medicine box? Is there a mm-hmm. library corner, a dress-up corner? And the staff, you also want to know about the staff. How long have they been there? You know, what do they have? They have to, most states require that the staff make a weekly um, schedule that's posted. Whether, you know, in the baby room, they can't exactly follow it depending on the age, but they still mm-hmm. have to have ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and... You want to ask questions like, where is, where's the schedule? Do you send daily reports out? Do the babies get to go for a walk in a stroller? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and what about, now this is really important in this day and age, ask what their security policy is. If somebody comes in and says, mom said to pick up little Joey today, are you going to give little Joey to anybody? Mm -hmm. You know, are there locks on the door so that nobody can get in in case somebody's not at the desk, you have to buzz in. How does the security work? That's so important today because, unfortunately, we've had bad things happen when there's, you know, a divorce situation and dad will come get the child and mom doesn't know, and that's really important. But my final words in my chapter with the preschool list, and, you know, I just know them by heart. You can look at the whole preschool. You can think it's wonderful. Um, You can think it's terrible. You don't, you're not really sure. But as parents, you know what, if... First of all, if you decide on a preschool, make a surprise visit before it's time for your child to show up, because it's like a house. When you know you're having company, you clean it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So make a surprise visit and get to see the room. If, if they tell you you can't come in, find another school. Um, once your toddler is enrolled and they say you can't visit anytime, you don't want that school. Mm-hmm. If the facility looks, smells, or feels dirty... Uh Where if the teachers are not dressed appropriately and the staff doesn't look happy, this is a big one. If the staff doesn't look like they're having fun, find another school and, um... You know, think about it. When you walk out of there, are you going to feel good and are you going to feel safe and are you going to feel secure with your child there? And if you go through all those things and it sort of checks out, but there's still just something, Rob, and you can't put Mm -hmm. your finger on it, but you don't know what it is and you don't know this is the right place, you know what, our intuition is very good. Check out some other schools.
1: There is always that gut feeling that you're right. I remember when I was going through this and I had to go back to work and I had to find um, childcare, I made sure it was difficult because you would want to find something close to home, but you really have to find something that's close to work. Because when work calls or when you get the call at work that – your little one either has a little fever or someone threw up or, or just any little issue, you don't want to have to be driving 45 minutes to get to that, that school. Uh, you want to be close by.
2: You know, also I have to say this too. Friends are important, and I think it's healthy to ask your friends and see what they mm-hmm. think, but remember your child's different and what may fit their child may not fit yours. Yes, yes. So it's, they're good and bad to that.
1: Yeah, there there are. And I have no idea what costs are these days, and I'm sure that they run the gambit depending on the locale, but I, I want to say that there has to be some weight in whether to go back to work or whether your child care is going to exceed what your take-home pay is.
2: And that, that's such an important point. I know, I know a family here that goes to a preschool that's not close to me, and it's on the upper end. They are paying $1,700 a month. Hmm.
0: And My that's goodness. a
2: lot of money for preschool because I think they run the gamut in the 200s to up to, this is on the high end, 1700. Yeah. And it's wow. like, wait a minute, what about the college fund?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, or what if you just need tires on the car? You know, it's all those little things in life. And yes, I can appreciate very much so as an adult, needing to get back, not lose your your work skills, not to lose touch with uh, adulthood. But there's other ways of doing it or maybe not full-time, maybe it's only part-time. But um, that that's what makes me a little concerned is when all of a sudden $1,700 a month um, – wow. Ouch, that's really high.
2: Also, I want to say, too, my coaching also includes helping you with the preschools. So if you have a question Mm -hmm. about finding the preschools, you can always call my office. And the phone number is... 480-510-1453, 480 because I, you know, I've not only set up many infant and toddler rooms, providing them with turnkey operations and working with the mm-hmm. health department, and buying toys and the whole bit and training the teachers. I've also worked in many of the rooms. So I know being a lead teacher in an infant or toddler room, I know both sides of it
1: you do you're wonderful if uh, any of you have missed any portion of this show or any of our shows all of our shows are on iTunes and right on our website militarymomtalkradio.com we always want you to check that out you can download them from iTunes or you can go right on our show page here at toginet.com and find our podcasts there and Blythe just to let you know I did find remember that pediatrician's name was T. Barry Brazelton. Oh I remember him. Yes he was just such a kind and gentle man and I thought that he was wonderful and I think he still does things here there and everywhere. Um, We're on our way to a break and we're going to be back with one more segment with Blythe with all kinds of thoughts with your little ones and maybe we'll talk about that anxiety when life has to change as one does when older kids go back to school Um, and I know that that's a difficult one for moms as much as it is for kids so we'll be back with Blythe in just a moment
0: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these.
4: Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge.
3: Are you ready?
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're so excited to have Blythe Littman with us today. What a gem you are, Blythe. I just love you. <laughs> and oh, thank I- <laughs> you. The feeling's mutual. You I just have so much information to share. One of the things that I think many of our military families have going on is frequent moves. And when you've got a little one, um, that means that their life is turned upside down and it's hard to explain How do you deal with a child who is not understanding something changing? It could be big sister going back to school. It could be going to a new school, and they just come home, and they're cranky, and you can't settle them. What's some thoughts, Blythe?
2: You know, first of all, let's talk about the moving, because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of moves. And I have to say, I moved 27 times in my entire life. Oh, my God. God bless you. The thing that I learned that was most important, you know, the boxes will be put away eventually. Mm -hmm. But the thing to do to make it easier on your little ones is set up their room first, whether Mm -hmm. it's a toddler room, even if it's a crib. And if you and if you have a little one that's still in a crib, try to put the crib in the same place in the room. If it was against a wall Mm -hmm. or it was for some reason, that type of setup just makes it a little calmer. and. You know, if they cry at night, a nightlight and some music, you know, you can change mm-hmm. it up a little cuz it is a different place. Mm-hmm. Also, um, talking about, you know, maybe a big sister going to to a school and toddlers left home alone, you know, that's another big change. They're used to mm-hmm. having somebody there. Try to take the time and spend the extra time even if you have your special 45 minutes to an hour every morning when they're by themselves, mm-hmm. or a special activity and let them help you. As I said before, toddlers love to help. Even even if you're making breakfast and you're making eggs, let them try to help you mix it or let them, you know, hold the the plate or the napkin and give it to mm-hmm. you because you want to make sure that they feel just as important as they always did, even though things have changed. It's about the geography and not about anything with the, with the children.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, one thing I always did, Blythe, I read everything out loud, and that was part of my uh, wanting to instill reading skills and and whatnot, but if it was a recipe, I read it out loud and talk to my baby or I had the, them either in the the little uh, city seat that I I could put on the table beside me. I'd haul the table right over beside the counter where I was working and I would plunk them in that little seat and I would talk to them and I would say, now I have to do this to the garlic and I'm going to saute this. Or you know, they, Of course, they didn't exactly understand what I was saying, but it was all that verbal skills I think and I, maybe it was something that helped me more than it helped them but I have a feeling it helped them they're I both think, very verbal kids
2: I'm sure it helped them I have a question though when they got a little older and you did books did you do the voices? Kids love it when you do the voices
1: oh my goodness it was So fun, yes. Of course, elementary ed was my my major in college, and my minor was communications. So reading out loud was extremely important. (laughs) Three by the Sea, Lolly Spider and Sam had a picnic on the beach, and you had and there was this little monster that came and crept, 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 and came up from behind, and you had to put that lilt in your voice. It was it was fun. I miss those days.
2: And it's okay. The sillier, the better. They love it. And you'll watch your little ones imitate you, and they'll say again, again, again with the book. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> over and over and over. But as adults, we have to take our adult mind away from those things and remember that the repetition or the silliness is part of that curiosity that children have that you want to engage them. I I think that's what's so difficult about an adult having been in an adult world and then all of a sudden needing to put themselves back in a child's environment again and and you have to let go and and just do it.
2: It's fun. You know, I have to add something here when you're talking Mm -hmm. about, we're talking about the voices in the books. Another great tip, if your child's bored, ask them to read you the book. Yes. Even though they don't know the words, they get the book out and say, here, read this to mommy or daddy. That's
1: right. That's right. And what's lovely about that is you're not going to sit there and correct what they, what words they didn't have. You're going to let them create and let their minds develop into a new story. And maybe that picture meant something else to them when, when you read the story and they're going to tell it to you their way. I love that, Blythe. And do a video and post it. <laughs>
2: Make a great video because what comes out a little kid's mouth is just surprisingly funny. But when you think about it, you know, they see the world differently than we do.
1: That's very true. There was some YouTube video that went around, a kind of viral video. And it was this little girl and uh, she just was blah, 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 blah. I don't know if you was caught that in it.
2: the car seat, in the back Yes, seat. in the yes, car that's seat. That's so
1: cute. <laughs> Oh, I did think that was precious. But, yes, and and she had something to say. (laughs) Or did you see the video with the two little
2: boys, the two twins, and they were communicating with each other in the kitchen? And one was going da-da-da-da-da, and the other was going (laughs) (laughs) da-da-da-da.
1: And there was another one similar to that, but they were talking to the dog, and the dog was talking back, and that I thought was so precious, too. (laughs) It's so
2: great that we can do this, and, you know – well, it's silly sometimes on YouTube, it's also great for other parents to see, because I, I've had parents say, I had one parent, you know, I'll never forget this. her kids are four and five now, mm-hmm. and I went with her first baby and she was giving him a bath, and I said, "Well, just tell him a nursery rhyme or sing. Yes. Have a good time. It's a great time while you're giving him a bath." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, I don't know the words." And I said, "Well, neither does he, so make them up) <laughs>
1: isn't see and that's there again and I actually said what um, relating from experience when I said we as adults sometimes don't know here I had had a degree in education but I was talking about K through five I wasn't talking about day one to (laughs) age age five I I didn't know about little ones I did not have um, any children in my life when I was growing up I was always the youngest Um, there were were no babies in my life I didn't have friends who had babies so all of a sudden here I am with this this little infant boy and I came home and I was thinking what do I do at four o'clock and I'm supposed to do this at six o'clock and the nurse sends you home with this little regiment and you you're I was in a tizzy just trying to make sure that I did everything right but I forgot to take the time to have fun with him and i was taking a bath and my husband was in changing ross and he was in there kissing his feet and singing to him and playing with him and i thought oh that's how you do it (laughs) that's a great story
2: because you know what they do send you home they used to send you home with little booklets with a schedule and you look at this and the baby goes "Ah!" and they don't want to yes. eat because the schedule says they're supposed to But
1: they That's, don't want they want to sleep they're tired they're new <laughs> I know waking up a sleeping child uh, because you, it's like two and two hours instead of two and a half hours oh never, my god never
2: never never do not wake up a
1: sleeping baby I just um I th- that was the one thing that was just sort of this epiphany that came and i my my husband had been around babies all the time and had had little ones in the house all the time and so i definitely learned a good lesson and uh, it was it went when uphill from there it was wonderful
2: i loved having children i'm sure it was going uphill before
1: but how <laughs> nice that your husband was letting you take a bath too what a good daddy he was, yes, um he because he did enjoy the little ones, and he um he really had a good time with our children. He was a great dad and still is he's a very good dad, which is another thing I think it's important to have a lot of people in your in your circle if you don't have um your spouse with you as we do many of our military families are separated due to deployment it's nice to be able to have somebody to come over just for a half an hour to give you time to take a bath oh it's okay and dads if dads you're the if you're dad at home and mom is deployed
2: Mm -hmm. ask for help it's okay ask one of your neighbors can you help with the kids for a half hour or if you don't know what to do don't ever be ashamed no question is too silly to
1: ask that's right isn't it? no
2: instructions that's why i wrote them or get my book (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) <laughs> That's
1: <funny. laughs> and that toddler age when they're two and a half or three when you just cannot go to the bathroom without them having to sit on your lap while you're <laughs> trying to go to the bathroom <laughs> I think every mother has had a kid on their lap when they went to the bathroom at one point in time
2: <laughs> you know what you get I you have to do this every mom out there that has a toddler get a coloring book and special markers that won't hurt mm-hmm. the floor and mm-hmm. if they have to follow you and they can only use that book while you're on the potty
1: That's right. Because there's no lapse. We have to go potty every once in a while. (laughs) Once in a while. (laughs) And we like to do it alone. (laughs) oh there's so many challenges and now at our age we can look back at these and kind of laugh but it sure is exasperating when you're going through it and it's day in and day out and you're so sleep deprived and um i i think the one thing that we have to let ourselves do is give ourselves permission to take the nap when the baby takes a nap or what give ourselves so permission to yep have to do that it's not easy and I think we're in a better place in society that we don't have to have House Beautiful all the time. Um, of course we, we want to swipe down the counters frequently but you you have to rest because you can't be functioning um, in a healthy way if you don't let yourself have that time.
2: No, you can't. You know what, you really can't but the dishes will still be there and when you think about doing the laundry I mean, I always think of this even now. If I hurry up and do all the laundry, I'll be finished. But in two seconds, there's another sock. I mean, yes. it's never totally done. That's right. It isn't. So take the nap. You know what? Take the
1: nap. Or it's okay to have paper plates once in a while yes, and not have the dishes. in this. You know, it's it's all of those things that I think we, in our day life, I think it was a little more... We were expected to have the pretty house and to have everything neat and tidy. And um, if someone was coming over, you rushed around and you picked up all the toys instead of saying, oh, good, we're having a play date. Come on over. (laughs) Blythe, all of a sudden, the show has flown by, and I want to thank you so very much for being here, Um, babyinstructions.com, and what is your other website that I want people to go to? mybestparentingadvice.com, all one word. com, and of course, your books are at Amazon and um, Barnes & Noble. Noble and Audible, you can listen in the car. Perfect, perfect. And you can always listen right here on Toganet Every Wednesday or find her on iTunes because she's right there too. Blythe, thank you so much.
2: Robin, thank you. This was great. I love
1: being on the show. Anytime. Oh, thank you, dear. And I love you, too. Um, Do tune in next week. We will have another great show lined up for you. And uh, always find us at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or right here on Toganet. I hope you all have a great week. Be safe. Enjoy the last of your summer vacation. And we'll see you next week.